You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. Hello, and welcome to the Sport Horse Podcast. I'm Nicole Lakin. And I'm Tim Warden. And thanks for tuning in to another episode. Uh, we still have two episodes that will come out in uh, December, so two more offerings for you in 2023. But uh, we had some exciting news and some updates to share, and we uh, really couldn't wait any longer to to provide that uh, to you. Yeah, so um, admittedly, Tim and I have mentioned, but been a little bit vague about uh, the group behind us, um, which I'm happy to say previously known as the Equine High Performance Sports Group. Um, We've talked a little bit about, you know, how the Sport Horse Podcast came to be, um, but really it's it's built on a group of really passionate veterinarians and, um, you know, equine service providers who really want to move the industry forward. Um, and uh, then they brought people like us on and uh, <laughs> they brought people like us on um, to help uh, make that idea and that vision a reality. Um, and so we spent a lot of time this last year um producing some events and educational opportunities and things, but it's really been a year of learning and growing. And a part of that was um, coming up with some (laughs) new name that uh, was a little easier for people to remember and some new branding to support it. Um, We're so, so lucky to have uh, partners like Hilltop Bio and Boehringer Ingelheim as foundation partners um, that have been really invested and um, engaged in this process with us because we could not have done it without them. I just want to be really clear. I'm like the least creative person on the planet <laughs> and maybe, maybe only second to Tim. Yeah. I, <laughs> going, <laughs> going through this whole process, I, I would say I was quite quiet throughout just because like in terms of the creativity and like input on different names and different, uh, logo designs and different colors that, uh, would make up the brand. I, there, there wasn't a lot of feedback I could really give uh, with respect to that, but you know, I was super uh, happy to be engaged in the conversation and to be a bit of a, a fly on the wall and just hear the different thoughts from everyone who was involved. And uh, really, really happy with the place we ended up in. But yeah, it was uh, it was a struggle for me to uh, come up with anything meaningful to <laughs> to say related to very, very a lot of this. Uh, a lot of this uh, discussion around the the logo and and the name and and whatnot. Nicole was a lot better than I was. Oh well, maybe. Um, no, but I, I think uh, it's important just to like think about. You know, we have some really big, lofty goals that we're trying to um, support here and and progress. And so it's so important to be able to communicate really clearly to you all what those things are so that you can know if it's something that, you know, you want to be a part of. So that was a big part of this process was not just like coming up with a name and a logo, but also identifying, um, you know, who we are, what we stand for and how we communicate that to other people. So um, without further ado, uh, Tim, would you like to share the new name of the group behind the Sport Horse podcast? Uh, sure, I can uh, shed some light on it. Uh, you know, I'm I'm very excited with the the conversations that our rebranding has sparked, and uh, very much so uh, happy with the idea or with the concept that uh, this particular name I think has a lot of opportunity for different puns. 
that I hope to leverage uh, in the coming years. So uh, that's sort of why I chose this name or why I voted for this name when we did uh, the vote. But uh, yeah, our new group name is Ignite. Uh, very, very exciting. It's uh, I think it inc- very much so encompasses what our group is hoping to do, which is to uh, to stimulate growth in the industry, to uh, really engage uh, cutting edge research and information to ultimately uh, improve the health and performance of equine athletes. And so uh, by igniting this whole process, by getting things rolling, by being involved in all of these new uh, initiatives that our group is involved with, and Nicole and I will chat a little bit about that uh, as this episode progresses. Um, yeah, we've we've got something really special. So uh, we'll include a logo, uh, picture of the logo in, in uh, the show notes. So you get to take a peek at that. But Ignite is the name. So uh, really, really happy about that. Yeah. And um, the the full, you know, we have a little tagline also for equine athletes. So Ignite is um, is our core name, but it's Ignite for Equine Athletes with the mission to deliver evidence-inspired health and performance improvements for every equine athlete. Um, and within that, as, as Tim said, we've got a lot of things going on um, and we'll be introducing and launching all of those things at this year's AAEP. Um, I hope that a lot of you listeners are going to be there. Last year, it was really fun because we got to meet a lot of you. Um, notably, more people recognized Tim than me. Um, or just at least I'm kind of funny people. looking, though. So <laughs> I just I just stand out in a crowd. <laughs> or maybe you just felt he was more approachable. Um, but if you guys hear my voice and recognize it or see me, please come and say hello. But specifically, if you want to find me and come and say hello and learn more about everything that Ignite has going on in 2024. Oh my God, I can't believe it's almost 2024. Um, So we'll be spending a lot of time at the Hilltop Bio booth, which is 2211 is their booth number. That is 2211. And um yeah, we'll be there. Also, the Hilltop crew, who's amazing, will have um, some pamphlets and, and information there at the times that we're not physically there. Um, but we'll we'll definitely spend a lot of time there. And the other thing that I think it's really important that everybody hears about, because I think it's amazing um, and tied to one of our upcoming episodes, um, Hilltop is doing some really great fundraising for Not One More Vet which is a really important organization um, that with a mission to support the well-being of all veterinary professionals. Um, This is crucial. It's obviously everybody, you know, listening understands um, how, how stressful and um, demanding uh, the jobs are of veterinary professionals. And this organization is out there um, working uh, to make, you know, the, the, the the topic of taking care of yourself and um and and making sure that um both your mental and physical health are are taken into consideration um and supported um so so they're they're raising the awareness around those topics and so we're going to be releasing an episode soon um with the team at not one more vet um so stay tuned for that but for those of you coming to AEP, Hilltop will be donating a dollar um, for every unit sold of, of their products, but also literally if you just stop by. So don't have to make any purchases, don't have to hang out for a while. But if you stop by the booth, they'll donate a dollar for 
every scanned visitor. So all you have to do is basically have your your badge scanned. Um, if you join for one of their booth activities, they'll double that donation. And um, if you would like to make a donation directly to Not One More Vet at their booth, they'll match your donation as well. So if seeing and meeting me is not a compelling enough reason to come to the Hilltop booth, um, con- helping to contribute to Not One More Vet, which is an incredibly important organization, um, is a-, a fantastic reason to stop by. And, um, you know, maybe just as a collateral, you'll you'll meet me. And I don't know. It'll be fun. I'm sure you'll have a, we'll hopefully have a lineup down at AAP. Uh, maybe you could do some signings as well. Make sure you have Mark uh, Sharpie with you, Nicole, and we can do, uh, uh, do a bit of sh- signing there. But. I've always kind of wanted to sign somebody's baby, you know? Just right on the forehead with a permanent, mar- <laughs> permanent marker. <laughs> so. um, but what would be more compelling <clears throat> is if Tim were also coming. So you can also um, hit him up in his DMs. <laughs> pressure him to make an appearance at AEP this year. Um, yeah. Lay it yeah, on. It's, it's just hard to turn down the, uh, the sunny uh, Canadian climate here in uh, <laughs> Toronto to uh, make a trip down to San Diego. It's, uh, it, it's a tough sell. It's a tough sell, but, but no, I'm sure uh, AEP will, will be great. And uh, it's the perfect spot or opportunity to launch uh, Ignite, as you say, Um a lot of our listeners will be down there. Um, it'll be great to connect with whoever whoever is there. Uh, and then uh, as well, I, my hat's off to Hilltop for the uh, initiative that they're running with Not One More Vet. Uh, so even if you don't want to uh, to learn about Ignite, uh, which would be sad, but uh, make sure you stop by the Hilltop uh, booth and, and learn a little bit more about that initiative. It's for sure something that uh, is on top of mind for a lot of people um moving along uh in in sort of what we wanted to share with you today uh for those of you listening uh that will be at aap both vets techs um students we have memberships that we're launching for all of you um and so we wanted to share a little bit about the different initiatives and events that we will have going in 2024 some of them uh occurred uh in 2023 as well but we're we've learned a lot and we're growing um and and improving upon those um so uh one uh one of the things that um we'll be doing at AP is really helping you identify like the membership that would fit you best so that you can get access to the things that are of interest to you um one of those such events um so we back in i guess 2022 at the end of 2022 we had our first ever applied sports physiology workshop um this was an in-person two-day workshop that trained both riders and horses um and and focused on the concepts of sports physiology so um basically this took place in santa barbara in 2022 and in 2024 we will have um the next uh, version of this in Ocala, Florida in January. Um, I believe all the participant spots are already filled because this this particular workshop is in collaboration with um, USEA, but um, we do have a lot of auditing spots available and, and room for people to attend the dinner, um, which is the evening in between um, the two days. And um, if you stay, if you follow us on Instagram and Facebook, we'll post all the details about the 
dates and information and how to sign up and all of that also can stop by the AAP booth. Um, but yeah, what's super cool about this uh, workshop is basically we have both human and equine experts in the same place. We work uh, with the human athletes first. They'd go through a pretty intense workout um, and have their own um, blood analyzed for um jump in here tim i believe it's is it vo2 uh, max what are we what are we looking so at? i think that they'll do some vo2 testing which is more so um sort of the, the maximal uh oxygen uptake that uh an individual could do which is of course very important for uh determining their sort of their aerobic capacity but uh they'll also do lactate testing which is you draw blood and you look for lactate levels in the blood as a sort of a metric of how hard the body is is working in a way and the different energy energy systems contributing to that. So um yeah, if uh if you like needles and you like blood, you know, it's good to go and see some riders get poked and uh, have their blood taken. If you don't want to see that, you can of course look away. But ultimately it is really, really um informative to get in, to better understand at what points uh, the different energy systems in the body are contributing, whether it's the aerobic or the anaerobic uh, energy systems. And that largely informs, you know, how how hard uh, a horse or a human can work and for how long. And uh, as sport continues to evolve and uh, it continues to get more and more competitive, uh, if you're a rider looking for that competitive edge, it's a lot of this type of information that is really going to uh, determine the difference between that that gold medal or maybe bronze or missing the podium, right? So um, I think in North America, we're maybe a little bit slower to pay attention to a lot of this versus those European countries where they've been doing this type of stuff for many, many years now, um, especially in the eventing discipline. But uh, it is coming to our world. It's something that's definitely worth learning about and, and checking out. So if you're in the area or if you made the, if you can make the trip to Ocala, uh, it, it's going to be really informative, really cool. And then uh, I'm a big networking guy. Like I'm for sure an introvert, but in terms of like meeting people uh, and just sharing ideas, like I love these types of meetings. And I think that that's going to be a really nice uh, component to it as well. There's going to be a lot of opportunity to, to mingle and network and to make some new friends and to share ideas. So uh, really, really looking forward to this. Are you going to be there, Nicole? It looks like I will be there. Um, just uh, sort of lingering in the background. Um, but yeah, I, I think for someone like me, I think what's so cool about this is like the morning sessions are focused on the rider um, and, and the human athlete. And then the afternoon sessions are, are the horse. Um, and so you're going to be, physically um working and then analyzing your results and then working your horse and analyzing their results so it's not just about you know finding a way to help understand the concepts behind you know things like fitness and um and and training and and sports science and sports physiology but it also actually gives gives the the, the people who are participating a, a feel for it you know if they can understand how their bodies feel at, at different um, different points um, in in their body's exertion. I think it makes it you know just that much more relatable to what they're feeling their horse tell them. Um, and so I just think that that's so powerful and such a cool format. And um, while there's only I think 
spots for 20 riders and horses. Um, there's up to 200 spots for the evening session, which is going to be super fun. It's really meant to be, I think, a conversation um, with with a few experts that are going to present around these topics and um, engage with the participants. So it's a really fun, I think, opportunity, like Tim said, to um, network and meet people, but also um, to learn from you know, the experience of the attendees and the amazing experts that are involved. So that's one for, you know, riders, trainers, basically anybody who, who likes horses and, and, and horse sport and wants to learn. Yeah, for sure. So uh, again, we'll post uh, details as they become available, but hope to see, hope to see you all there. Uh, and then speaking of uh, good educational offerings from Ignite, I need to get more comfortable uh, saying that. I, I will miss saying the Equine High Performance Sports Group because it was <laughs> so catchy, but uh, Ignite is a little bit shorter. Um, we also have uh, from the ground up workshops. So uh, we ran our first one this past year. Uh, it was run in, in Oregon at uh, our president, Dr. Revenaugh, at his uh, practice. But Essentially, uh, these are two-day events featuring presentations geared towards farriers, footing experts, and veterinarians. And it all comes back to that hoof-surface interaction. So understanding how the hoof interacts with uh, the ground beneath it. So you want to make sure that uh, an effective interaction, that the force can be generated to the ground correctly, that the ground pushes back up at the horse in uh, in the correct way and at the correct time to maximize performance and also looking at topics related to injury prevention. So different types of shoeing um, for both sound horse and as, and as well horses that um, maybe do have a clinical issue and, and how th those can be managed. I must say that I really enjoy spending time around farriers. Uh, they're a very innovative group in general and just a fun group. So uh, really looking forward to this meeting because I know it's going to be a good time. I wasn't able to make the Oregon one, unfortunately, but this one is already in the calendar and I'll for sure be there. Uh, in 2024, the workshop will be hosted in Texas at Brazos Valley Equine Hospital in Salado. And the dates for that are April 25th to 27th, um, which I appreciate is three days. Uh, so <laughs> one of those days will be like the opening dinner, which will be the 25th, I'd assume. And then 26th to 27th will be the actual meeting. But we will double check that and we'll get back to you on that uh, on that point. And notably, Brazos Valley uh, Equine Hospital in Salado is the home of one of our previous podcast guests, Bo Whitaker. Um, he's amazing. I actually visited there this year and it's a really beautiful clinic and will be an amazing place to host this event. So really excited for that. Um, and both of these workshops, uh, while very different, are part of what we call our Sport Horse Series. So um, the Sport Horse Series encompasses these workshops that are, um, you know, bringing together professionals um, that have you know, motivation that they want to learn from each other across, you know, human and equine sport, across disciplines. But it's really geared towards, you know, all amateur and professional equestrians, you know, scientists, veterinarians, riders, trainers, owners, physiotherapists. Um, so the Sport Horse Series is really that sort of all-encompassing place that doesn't go too heavy into like, you know, scientific concepts that'll 
blow your mind if that's not your area of expertise. Um, there, uh, you know, a lot of different formats. So obviously we have the workshops. It also includes the podcast. So if you're listening to the podcast, you are uh, consuming part of the sport horse series. Um, and then we also have our on-demand library, which we've shared a little bit about. Um, these are in-depth video presentations and, and sort of group discussions that incorporate experts, um, but also riders, trainers, physiotherapists, human doctors, scientists, et cetera. Um, so definitely check those out. There's already um, 32 hours of content uh, in the on-demand library. And hopefully in the new year, we'll have some new stuff there as well. Um, but we'd also love to hear from you, like what topics you want us to cover, because I think Tim did an amazing job of of getting sort of the, the basics of sports science, um, you know, in there and facilitating some really good discussions. Um, across, you know, a lot of different personalities and, uh, and backgrounds and roles of expertise. Um, but it's always great to hear from you, like, you know, what speaks to you and, and, um, you know, what you'd like to learn more about. Yeah, I would encourage everyone, uh, if you haven't had the opportunity to at least go in and browse through what we do have there, um, and figure out like, if it's something that would appeal to you. Um, it, it's such a diverse offering we have content from you know psychology all the way from like sports psychologists to a uh, really hardcore just uh, experts on building training programs uh to uh you know more physiology type talks um perception talks so how do horses actually see the world and and how can we adapt training to put them in the best positions to be successful to keep that confidence high i think oftentimes in training uh, if we don't ask the horse in the right way or we don't understand how the horse is seeing the world that's usually where uh there can be some friction that can obviously get out of hand if it's not addressed um and then it's it's really cool because you have all of these top top riders and trainers and, and therapists from the equine world also weighing in on the content and you have these discussions afterwards and there are, are so many nuggets and pieces of information that are really valuable there for sure i think that uh in the on-demand library we now or in the future we may also have some of the talks from the uh, locomotion and practice uh conference that we had in utrecht this summer i think some of the from the ground up content is there as well from that meeting in oregon uh in the spring so it, it's starting to be a, a really well-rounded offering a really nice library of just high quality information that uh i know we're really really proud to be offering uh and then uh because we are a very nerdy group it doesn't it doesn't end there either we also have uh the orthobiologic series which covers regenerative medicine and orthobiologics uh for equine uh healthcare and and uh therapies so uh equine veterinarians are weighing in on what products they like to use but it's it's really interesting because we also have these human experts contributing as well and you end up with these really insightful discussions with people who are um, really at the cutting edge and pushing the boundary a little bit of what therapies are available for horses like how do we get them back to 100 percent uh, as fast as possible uh, how do we mitigate pain how do we ensure the horses are coming back uh, with structures that are ready to to handle the demands of the sport again so it's that content is really really fascinating as well so i think especially for for veterinary veterinarians but also therapists it's important to know that information 
Yeah, I would definitely say the orthobiologics series and content and our content from the Locomotion and Practice Summit from, from Utrecht. Um, it's amazing stuff. A lot of it is probably geared towards a little bit more veterinarians and scientists and um and physiotherapists um, who who understand some of the the concepts a little bit better than someone like me, but um, I have listened to a lot of it and and I've been able to take a lot out of it as well. Um, I think the conversations around orthobiologics in general are really interesting, um, especially at a time where you know we're we're all getting challenged a little bit on um, efforts to put the the welfare of the horses and, and demonstrate that we do put the welfare of our horses above all else. Um, so, you know, we, we want to make sure that we're always doing right by our, our equine partners and um, the use of orthobiologics was, it's really built on that premise. You know, it's, it's how do we um, resolve pain, um, help heal injuries, um, prevent injuries, even, um, without um, using products that could have a long-term negative impact on um, on the animal. And these are products that are being used in human athletes all the time. So it's it's also um, really interesting to to hear both the the overlaps and intersections, um, but also, you know, where the gaps are as well. So it's really interesting stuff. Um, we also, for our veterinary and phys- physiotherapist and um, sort of equine professional um, uh, listeners out there have a really cool um a really cool product called rehab rounds um this brings together a bunch of different stakeholders that are interested in the rehabilitation of sport horses and they discuss real cases so each um i think they're monthly right now um one person presents a case um then uh, they they share everything that they've done. Maybe they have specific questions for everybody listening. Um, there's a, a group that that comes um, each time, so their their feedback is pretty consistent, and they're all really um, highly respected and reputable professionals. Um, and so there's really a, a really cool collaborative discussion that ensues, um, focusing on you know the patient's long health long term health and success, um, and um, you know, what, what everybody can learn from that particular case or other experiences that they've had. So it's a really unique thing. Um, I think that everybody that's participated has had a really positive experience. Um, so whether you're able to participate, um, you know, live, which I believe is regulated by, um, invitation, um, is, is great, but um, each monthly meeting is also recorded and available to be viewed on demand. So there's 24 episodes on there now. Um, around a lot of this, we're also working to um, release some uh, network opportunities. So um, some sort of chat groups and things like that for participants um, who want to take things to the next level and, and share more information. And that really brings us to, um, you know, the memberships that we're, we're getting ready to launch. So um, again, if you're going to be at AEP, I highly recommend coming um, by to learn more specifics about the memberships, but just briefly um, here, you know, there's, there's sort of different levels, including everything from a student membership on up to, you know, what what's being called the elite membership, 
um, that includes, you know, various access levels. So um, whether you just want to get access to online content um, or you want to be part of some of our in-person meetings, um, we also offer race certification for a lot of the live online and in-person events. Um, so there's a little bit of everything. There's something there for everybody, um, regardless of what you're looking for. Um, we'll be launching our website. So when by the time you listen to this um, episode, you'll be able to find us at www.igniteforequineathletes.com. Um, so ignite, I-G-N-I-T-E, and then for, F-O-R, equine athletes. Um, that's where you'll also start finding the Sport Horse podcast episodes um, and uh, information about all of these cool things that we've talked about today. Um, and that's where you'll also be able to find information about our memberships and, you know, get signed up and, and get going. So um, we're we're really, really excited. I know it's it's if you think it sounds like a lot, <laughs> it is a lot. Um, but I think that's what what makes it so exciting is that you know, we're, we're trying to, we're trying to have something for everybody, um, that's a stakeholder in, um, the sort of care and management and, and long-term success of, of equine sports. Um, and, and so, um, you know, this is our, this is our effort to do that. That was very, very well said, Nicole, um, impressive. And I'll just echo echo those points. Um, I think that we really do have something for everyone now. Uh, the group has put a lot of effort into refining these things. Uh, we've brought in a bunch of uh, experts from different areas just to figure out what's the best way to present information to different stakeholders. Um, spent a lot of time building up the libraries that we do have now. And obviously, those will continue to evolve and to grow as we host uh, more and more uh, events throughout the years, but yeah, it, it's something that we've gotten a lot of feedback on to date about what people liked, what people uh, wanted to see change. We've taken that all to heart and we hope we have that we have a product now that, uh, is able to meet everyone's, everyone's needs. And, uh, obviously there's a lot, uh, that we have now, but I, I am really excited for more and more of these in-person workshops. I think that they are so, valuable. Obviously, I'm, I'm biased as a member of Ignite, but just from my own uh, experience in continuing education and being involved in different projects uh, or participating in different events that I that we had nothing to do with in terms of organizing them, um, just to get out there and to push yourself a little bit and to, to meet new people and to uh, talk to people who are doing things differently than you typically do. Like There is so much value in doing that. Um, I always say that, you know, if you meet someone who thinks the exact same way that you do, you, it may be a fun conversation, but you're not going to learn any anything. So trying to get out there and find people who see the world a little bit differently and who are willing to engage in a, in a discussion or, a, you know, a healthy debate, I think is really, really valuable. So uh, we think we've got some events that are fostering uh, knowledge exchange and, uh, information sharing and we really really do hope to to see you out there uh don't ever feel intimidated that uh you don't know others there it's it's always a really friendly crowd uh very very proud of the fact that we have been lucky today to engage really good people who are just really really friendly and and uh passionate about the sport and want to share their information so 
uh, don't feel like you maybe won't belong or anything, I would just encourage you to come out. Uh, you'll make friends. You'll you'll make colleagues that uh, you'll be able to connect with for years down the road. Yeah, well said. Um, and and along those lines, it's been really really great to meet so many of you this year. Um, really want to thank you for you know making the effort to connect with us when we when we do cross paths because um, you know it's nice to know that we're not just uh, you know giggling out into the to the void here. Um, I, I think that uh, we're <laughs> we have a lot of fun uh, making these episodes for you guys, but um, it's nice to nice to put some some faces and and names to uh to the the numbers that we seen of downloads so um thank you guys so much for for your support and and for, again for you know reaching out and saying hello definitely definitely uh, with that that is a wrap for today's episode um you can find the well we don't have any any guests to give you links but we will uh link the new website for ignite um at www.igniteforequineathletes.com um you can also go to www.sporthorsepodcast.com as always and it'll redirect you to uh the new uh the new landing page for the podcast um, please take a minute and go and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Sport Horse Series. Um, for now, if we'll if we have some new some new um, social media for you, we'll let you know. But um, that'll be a place where you can find more information about all the things that we chatted about today. And you can have all 20 plus shows of the Horse Radio Network with you wherever you go with our free app for iPhone and Android. Just go to the App Store and search Horse Radio Network. Thank you uh, again to the foundational partners who have um, made all this progress part possible so far, um, Hilltop Bio and Bowringer Ingelheim. And here's to keeping your sport horse happy and healthy. Mm-hmm.